Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Historically, don't play well. I don't know what it is. The Saints just always seem to have weird games in Tampa. If you remember last year, it was a close game. Jameis was moving the ball, and it wasn't until a block punt by Taysom Hill that kind of swung the momentum of the game. And then there was the season finale the year prior where Chris Godwin scored the go-ahead touchdown. So seems like these games in Tampa, something crazy always happens in them. And uh, it's never easy for the Saints. Joining us now is our buddy Mark Cook from the Pewter Report, who covers the Tampa Bay Bucks, and I'm sure he would agree with us. Mark, how's it going, man? It's going really good, and, and you're right, man. I mean, it's, um, you know, this is a game on paper where, you know, it shouldn't even really be close, let's be honest. I mean, the Saints coming off a tough loss. Last week, they're not going to be very happy. Uh, uh, he beat the Buccaneers earlier this year really handily, not even really as close as the score ended up being in that game. And so on paper, it makes no sense that the Buccaneers are going to be in this football game, but history tells us that that's exactly what's going to happen. And, and who knows who's going to win the football game. Yeah. And we saw this matchup just a handful of weeks ago and it, it was close in the Superdome. And uh, I think that kind of surprised a lot of people, but uh, in your mind, I mean, what has this season been like for uh, Bruce Arians in his in his first year there? I mean, obviously the team got up and they were able to rally around their you know playing his former team and and beat the Cardinals last week. But you know, look, barring a, a miracle run here, um, you know this this will be a, a season where they won't make the postseason. But what's the overall vibe been around this team this year? We got a lot of theme parks here in Tampa, guys, and uh, a lot of roller coasters. So that kind of fits the way the season has went, right? Uh, it's it's been a roller coaster. I mean, you have the high. Uh, well, you have really start the season with a low, uh, and, and losing to the 49ers, which turns out not to be that bad of a loss when you look at it now. But at the time, you know, one of the worst teams in the league last year. Then you go on the road. Nobody expects you to go to Carolina on Thursday night and win, and they're able to. Um, you lose a game against the Giants that you're favored in because your kicker can't make a field goal. Then you go to Los Angeles and you and you beat the Rams. So it's just been a roller coaster of a year, and um, you know it's unfortunate. But um, you know the team I think is getting a little bit better. I really feel though that this is unlike in years past where the Buccaneers struggle a little bit. They're, they're actually laying a, a fairly solid foundation, and they understand with this young secondary there's going to take some lumps, and they hope they've drafted the right guys, but. The only way for these guys to get better, for the most part, is to get out there and, and take the abuse that they've gotten somewhat over these first uh, nine games. And, and it's not going to be an easy task going up against uh, a guy like Drew Brees, certainly. But who knows? I mean, stranger things have happened uh, in this series. You know that. Uh, but, yeah, it's been it's been a tough uh, roller coaster, man. Some highs and lows. And Buccaneers are hoping, uh, you know, that now that they're back at home for a good stretch over the last half of the season because they played a lot of games on the road. There was a seven-week stretch where they didn't play any home games between London and L.A. and Seattle in a bye week. Um, you know, they were on the road. They were road warriors, and uh, they were a trip. But at the same time, you know, they're going to be home, and uh, and I think that, uh, you know, hopefully that's going to help them a little bit down the stretch. You're right. It would take a historical type of finish for this team to sniff the playoffs. But, 
honestly, as, as much as they've sold it as, you know, hey, Bruce Arians is coming in and he can do this and he can turn teams around instantly, it's always kind of been about next year. And, you know, uh, Buccaneer fans don't want to hear that because they've been here next year for the last 12 or 13 years. But honestly, it is all about 2020. And, uh, and I think they're laying a decent foundation. The key, of course, and I'm sure you want to bring that up, is, is Jameis Winston. How is yeah. Jameis Winston going to perform over the last uh, seven games? And it's next year. And if he plays as well as he has, um, you know, over the last couple weeks, and like he did in Los Angeles and, and like he did against Carolina on the road, if he has more of those games than six turnover games, then, then I think he is back. Not on a long-term deal, but at least on the franchise tag. I think Bruce Arians would love another year. Uh, with Jameis Winston. That's what I was going to ask you because, uh, you know, it is a contract year for him. And uh, just look at the numbers. Look, he's thrown for a ton of yards. He's thrown for a, a ton of touchdowns, but he also leads the league in interceptions and he's the most sacked quarterback. So it's like with him, you take the good, you take the bad. What does he have to show down the stretch of the season to have that confidence to be the guy coming back next year? Well, you hope he limits those turnovers. And we'll go back to 2013 when Bruce Arians took over the Arizona Cardinals and brought in Carson Palmer, a veteran guy who had been in Cincinnati, been in Los Angeles, and he brought him in. Carson Palmer had 22 interceptions that year, including four in Week 16 against the Seattle Seahawks. Strangely enough, the Cardinals were able to win that game despite the four turnovers from Carson Palmer, and they finished the year 10-6. and six. The difference in the Buccaneers this year and that 2013 team is the Buccaneers' defense is giving up the most points in the league. The Cardinals' defense that year gave up 19.3. So if you give Jameis Winston a defense, you can live with some of these turnovers. But the most intercepted quarterback in the history of the NFL is a guy that wears a gold jacket named Brett Favre. But there was a defense attached to that Packers uh, team, and, and that was the difference. He's a gunslinger. He's going to turn the ball over. Can your defense limit some of those turnovers and keep him from becoming seven points maybe even shut him out of the end zone but at the very least you got to keep him to three points and that's exactly what happened last week with Jameis Winston had two interceptions against the Cardinals but they only got three points out of it so you give Jameis Winston a good defense and um and, and I think I think the perception of Jameis Winston changes somewhat I uh, took a gamble before the season in, in fantasy football. I said, you know what? They took Ronald Jones in the second round last year. I feel like he's a guy they want to get going this year. Despite Peyton Barber kind of being the starter, I said, I bet Ronald Jones is going to have a nice year. And maybe the, the rushing yard totals aren't there, but the, the one number that stood out to me, the, the Bucks had 11 total rushing touchdowns all of last season. They got 10 rushing touchdowns already at this point this year. So it seems like they're doing a little bit better job running the ball, but what have you seen out of the, the ground game from Tampa? No, they have. Ronald Jones, you talk about a dramatic uh, bounce-back year. I mean, I was ready to write him off last year. It was probably one of the worst rookie performances I've seen watching the football team over the last 45 years, and there's been some bad ones. Don't get me wrong. There's been some really bad rookie performances, but it was as bad as just look lost out there. But he's been able to come in here with Coach Todd McNair as running back coach and Coach Leftwich, uh, the offense coordinator, and, and Bruce, and really turn things around. Now, is he, you know, he's, he's not a, a 1,500-yard rush guy right now. He certainly has potential to keep the chains moving, and he brings a little bit extra dynamic in the backfield um, uh, as far as being able to break some runs, and, and his, or his per-yard carry average is significantly higher than Peyton Barber. The thing that was really impressive with Ronald last year, this year, last year, is his ability to catch the football. He had terrible hands last year. He could not catch a cold. And 
when the Buccaneer new coach staff got here this year, they were completely shocked. This guy didn't even know how to catch a football, his hand positioning, just whole things like that that he never really worked on because he just got bound his athletic ability, and they were able to turn that around. And he had, I think, seven receptions uh, last week against the Cardinals and, you know, really was a difference maker in that football game, not just running the football, but, but, uh, but, but catching the football. And that's just another weapon for Jameis Winston. And if we talk about Jameis Winston limiting turnovers, particularly interceptions, where he's trying to make these tough throws down the field, something that Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich has been preaching to him is, hey, you've got a check down guy. Use him. Live to find another down. Okay, you don't get a first down. We got a punt. That's not the worst thing in the world to happen. Uh, but you never know if you get the hand, ball in the hands of a guy like Ronald Jones, who can be pretty, uh, pretty superlative once he once he gets out in the open field. So um, that's only going to help Jameis Winston hopefully down the stretch for Buccaneer fans. Talking with Mark Cook, uh, covers the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, pewterreport.com. Uh, Mark, the 2016 draft, I, I, the Saints needed defensive uh, help, particularly in the secondary. As the draft is rolling along, I'm like, man, they might be able to get Vernon Hargraves at 12. Well, the Bucks take him at pick 11. The Saints take Sheldon Rankins at number 12, and Rankins has turned out to be a pretty darn good player for him. Uh, surprised a little bit this week where they part ways with Vernon Hargraves in the middle of the season. What would... What went into that? What what was behind all that? And why so ready to move on from a first-round pick so quickly? Well, he just, you know, look, the Buccaneers, Bernard Hargraves was the veteran guy in that secondary. I'm not saying a lot. I'm talking about a 25-year-old kid, but he was a veteran. And so these young kids they drafted in the last few years are looking at Bernard Hargraves on how to be a professional. And, again, Bernard Hargraves is not a bad person. He was not a cancer in the locker room. But when they turned on that film, you know, every Monday – and there were lack of effort plays. That's just not a good example to set. You know, again, Vernon isn't telling these guys, hey, you don't have to hustle. But the film doesn't lie, right? Warren Sapp said it. I mean, you know, the, the, the eye in the sky. And they looked at that film and they saw Vernon give. And they just decided right now is the best time to get rid of him. He's not in their future. Uh, and and they're trying to groom these young cornerbacks and, and secondary players to be better and if they're seeing examples of that on tape and 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 it's felt that that's acceptable they don't want them to get into the same bad habits so i think that's kind of what went into the move to go ahead and, and pull the plug on him when they did um again vernon you know good guy but you know he just didn't give the effort that the coaching staff really demanded and you know that's the one thing and i tell my son who's who just graduated high school it takes zero talent to give effort, right? I mean, everybody can give effort. Uh, and, and Vernon just didn't do that. And uh, not enough of the times, in other words. And so they decided to move on. And uh, everybody, you know, everybody likes Vernon. Everybody wished him well this week. Todd Bowles yesterday when we were in the press conference. Bruce the day before. Uh, but they just wish him well, just not here in Tampa. Last thing for you, Mark. Talking with Mark Cook. Uh, covers the Bucks for the Pewter Report. Um, the story last game around was... Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback in that one, and he had a nice day. Uh, but Michael Thomas went off. I mean, he had 11 catches, almost 200 yards, and two touchdowns. On the flip side, Marshawn Lattimore completely took away Mike Evans, held him to no catches in that game. This time around, Lattimore will not play for the Saints this weekend. Uh, it, with with Hargraves gone, it was like this one could be a shootout. I mean, I would not be surprised if the final score is something like 42-38 or something. Yeah, I really think this could be similar to the game we saw opening day in New Orleans last year where it ended up being 48-40. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of firepower from both of these teams 
on this football team and uh, a lot of offensive power power and um you know weather should be good that really shouldn't be a factor um but yeah you know mike evans is not good i mean i unless mike evans gets food poisoning right before the game or, or breaks his leg at warm-ups <laughs> he's not going to go another game without a catch i mean he's just too good of a receiver and they're going to find a way to get mike evans the football without Lattimore in there that's certainly going to help him but we saw even in that game a few weeks ago up in new orleans that you know, with Chris Godwin on the other side, uh, the Buccaneers have options, and they don't have to have, uh, you know, Mike Evans go off for 180 yards uh, every game. Uh, Chris Godwin can pick up the slack, and they've got other guys. O.J. Howard is a guy that, um, you know, is, is not really had the year that most expected that is capable of, of, of carrying an offense as well. So there's certainly some options on this football team, but I expect Mike Evans to have uh, more than zero catches in this game uh, on Sunday. And Jason Pierre-Paul is back. He didn't play in that, that first one um, the right. last time. And Shaquille Barrett had another sack yet again last week against Arizona, and he's a guy who the Saints kept in check. I got a feeling they're not going to keep him in check two straight games. So uh, this should be a fun one. We'll see what happens. But, uh, Mark, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Hey, guys, uh, y'all take care, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Mark Cook there, uh, editor-in-chief and beat writer for uh, PewterReport.com, covers the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, and we love catching up with him every time the uh, Saints and Bucks play. And, yeah, it is. It, this this rivalry has been an interesting one, and it typically is with your division rivals, but, man, it, it seems like every time the Saints go to Tampa, something something crazy happens. Maybe they need what they needed last year, a Taysom Hill blocked punt to kind of swing the momentum back in their favor or something but we'll see how it, how it plays out on sunday it's chris gordy show hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.